you seriously forgot to hit record? Well, welcome back. We're using the the cameras. Am I over exposed? Don't worry about it. Look because at my face. I I, un, I I understand that, Michael. Basically, we went to Ireland. Now we're coming back. We're changing some shit up because that was the peak of our entire existence. Now it's just downhill from here. So now we're going to start changing stuff up with the way that we process our videos because we have nothing else to do because life is pointless. No, I'm just kidding. Welcome back, everybody. Whoa. Welcome back, everybody. Everybody, welcome back to another fun-filled episode on the Buffalo Happy Hour podcast weekly show where Derek and I sit here and share a useless fact, dive into all the different sponsors that we have, and not to sound pretentious, talk about our incredible week that we spent in Ireland. So, uh, obviously, inside jokes were formed, created, built, elaborated on, and discussed. Friendships were made. Yeah, I mean... I was just going to say, like... In lovers... No, I was going <laughs> to Brotherhoods <laughs> were built... Uh, I have no idea. It was okay. basically a fun trip. All right, next topic. Just kidding. We'll talk all about it. But what's the useless fact for... Well, before we get to the useless fact, let's say a word to our sponsor, bud. We haven't talked about them in... Yeah. Years. All right, everybody. Thank you for your continued partnership slash sponsorship of the Buffalo Happy Hour Newsflash, it's June. <laughs> Rent is due. So we're going to be reaching out to you soon to update our agreements. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but seriously, the it's on our to-do list because we're trying to run an efficient business over here. For first sponsor, Addy's Logo, thank you for being a part of our journey and uh, essentially connecting us with wonderful people and letting us dive into the community we greatly appreciate that uh so of course thank you for your wonderful logo on our weekly episode queen city creative works thank you so much for your continued partnership slash sponsorship they are a etsy shop on roids that are a family owned uh ran by a married couple they do great things if you are interested in a bottle opener and branded water bottle go to their website queencitycreativeworks.com Scroll down on their homepage until you see the Buffalo Happy Hour Shop Now button and click that and enjoy the shopping. They can ship it to you anywhere in the country. Our other sponsor is High Peaks. If you are a business and you are looking to increase your business marketing, then have them come and they can take first-person drone footage of your establishment and provide that content for you so that you can use it for your marketing. They do a great job capturing things that you may not have thought to capture. And from a marketing perspective, it's cheaper than $5,000 a month. So that's wonderful news. So if you're interested, reach out to High Peaks on Instagram and or their uh, website, highpeaksimagery.com, and then you are able to enjoy their marketing benefits and their expertise because, lo and behold, they do great things for the community as well. And they're also veteran-owned. So thank you to our sponsors, and that brings us right into our useless fact. Uh, Abe Lincoln once gave a speech in Bloomington, Illinois, that was so captivating that it caused every single reporter present to forget to take notes. Okay. There's no copy of the speech in existence, and we can only guess at the content. This speech is known as Abraham Lincoln's lost speech. And I remember learning about that from a substitute teacher that I had from middle school until I graduated high school. He was my Mr. Feeney, essentially. He told me that useless fact eons ago, well over a decade ago. And it kind of stuck with me. And then I saw it on another verified uh, fact producer, essentially, and... 
snagged it because I found that fascinating. How do we even know that it existed then? Were there pictures of him da- saying it and there was no record of that date in a speech? Uh, well, I don't have the answer to that, but speculating is probably because they have agendas for the president day, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that's logged and kept somewhere. So I'm assuming that they had the uh, the timeline booked, like, hey, he's got to go to this right. time and place and speak or whatever. But it's just interesting to hear. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply hear that reporters are so interested in something that they forget to take notes because if that happened in today's day and age could you imagine you know yeah bring this down a little bit you know so this is literally what i said no no no. so it's supposed to be like this so i did a ton of research first of all before we get to that what what was the speech about do we know no nobody knows what the content of the speech even was. correct abe lincoln didn't say yo no one took notes let me brief you yeah nothing crazy right it's wild. Yeah. What do you think it was on? What do you know? What time period it was around? Well, it was Abe Lincoln. Wow. So Civil War, slavery could have been about vision of the country. Who knows? So something so captivating. What What do you think would have been a topic that was so captivating? Everybody would have forgot to write down aliens. Come on. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but what else? What What else do you think it could be? A cemetery is running out of room. What happens then? Do we dig up old people? Yeah, who who gets priority? Is it like the rich stay in the ground and then no, the poor no, we throw in the gutter? No. Do you think we should do that? The, okay, backstory. My wife asked me, Colleen, proposed a question. We were leaving a service on Memorial Day, and we we had a Memorial Day service for my grandfather who recently passed, and the, the church had something for him, so we did this big thing um, where the organization that he was a part of etched his name into the stone, which they do with other members. So upon leaving, she drops that bomb. She's like, and whatever the last name was, this person died in like 1903. And her question was, what is the point? Like, I don't know anything about that person. And is there anybody that goes to visit that person? And if not, like if nobody's going for remembrance or knows the human being anymore then what is the point of you being still on the ground well what are you going to do with it just recycle it well i don't know i mean that's a thing the body's it dust bones. but the the rest of it's not and nowadays you can spend money to put a casket not just in the ground where you throw dirt on it but inside of an actual metal box to preserve the casket which also then essentially preserves the body for longer why would you want that some people want it it's an option. 
You know what, dude? Did you know it's over five thousand dollars to bury somebody? Yeah, it's ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Do you? Why do you think that we go? Do you know why we go six feet under? No. Like what the? Yeah, why, why we have six, to go feet? six feet? Is it be, so we can double up? Go three feet down. It's his wife. <laughs> why six feet <laughs> below the surface? For is it like a code? <laughs> Maybe it's like the that way with like deterioration of the soil, it never shows. But six feet seems excessive. I mean, that's deep. I'm pretty sure three feet would do the job. It's a common euphemism for death. It's based on the idea that the standard depth of a grave is six feet. But are all graves in a cemetery really that deep? There are a lot of theories and explanations about the belief that graves are always six feet deep. Some are more plausible than others. The one is... The London Plague of 1665. Makes sense. You want to go deep enough so that nothing could potentially rise up or whatever from the infected. Because it's 1665. Uh, okay, that's one theory. They, is- they London issued a pamphlet they hoped would help stop an outbreak of the plague or black death. Some people think that this was the origin of the six-foot standard. The pamphlet included a section titled Burial of the Dead. The section contained the directive that all the graves shall be at least six feet. Unfortunately, the pamphlet didn't explain the reason for why <laughs> it's a mandate. It's possible officials believed that six feet of soil would keep animals from digging up corpses. Maybe that's what Lincoln's speech was about. Londoners didn't know the plague was spread by fleas on rats, so they may have also... Th- thought that deep burial would keep the disease from spreading. There are a few reasons why this is probably, or there's a few reasons why this probably isn't the origin of the six-foot standard. So one is gravedigger safety, another is the average gravedigger height, the other is to prevent disturbing a corpse, um, and to stop the spread of disease. Folklore rule of thumb, and then it dives into, are they really six feet? So so we yeah. don't know, basically. Correct. No one knows. What else is new? No one knows anything. It's just like, yeah, it's illegal to turn on a dome light when you drive. Yeah. Whatever. There's a, there was a TikTok Here we go. person that did a... No, it was cool. She went to old graves that were mossed over and, like, dirty and stuff like that, and she would do research on the person, and as she's cleaning it, she would voice over their story. So, like, what this person did, how they grew up, where they grew up, and all that stuff while she's cleaning the grave. It was super cool. Some of it was spooky, but some of it was like, oh, that's cool. You're bringing this person back to life while you're cleaning their grave. It's sweet. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I I don't know if, you, I mean, you can't just dig somebody up, right? Can you do that if, you're like, no. your loved one dies and you're like, never you, mind, I want I want them, like, in my backyard. Like, can you do that? Uh, no. Are you sure? And, dude, to exhume a body, it's a massive process. It has to be approved by, like, a judge. Really? Well, yeah. Think of, I mean, you know that from criminal cases. To exhume a body because there's been advances in scientific data, so they go back and they're just like, oh, we know where the victim's buried in the cemetery. Let's just go dig up the body and see if we can get DNA now because back when they died, there was no DNA. It's the same thing. It has to get approved on certain levels, and then, like, people, you know, everybody's got to bless it off. And then, depending on the case, it's super controversial, and then religion's involved, and it's a thing. It's a to-do, you know? Damn. Yeah, no? Do you have a grave site picked out already for you? No. I'm not that type A. Do you have the casket picked out? No. That's weird. When people our age already have that casket But you know what out? you should do is do that. Because then you're fixed, your price is fixed for life. Yeah. It's like life insurance. Yeah. Buying now 50 bucks a month. That way when you start smoking and drinking and your liver needs to be replaced, it's not $4,000 a month. Yo, what if it goes backwards? What do you mean? Like, it, oh, it gets cheaper? As like, you, you and I go do all this. We pick it all out, right? We're 30. We go out and pick it all out. It's like, how about this, 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 and this? <laughs> And they're like, $7,400. You're like, perfect. Here you go. No problem. It's going to go up. 
that's our luck. And then when we actually die, it's like this this moron <laughs> spent seventy four hundred dollars, and now it's only like three thousand dollars to bury somebody because we just made it that much more efficient yeah. or whatever the case. Why did caskets? When did caskets get so bougie? Like it used to just be literally nailing wood together to keep it in, and now there's pillows. Oh yeah. What do you need a pillow for? Do they sink? What do you mean they sink? You your body sinks inside the casket. Oh yeah, they lift you up for like the for the wake, the wake and everything like and that. And then yeah. they drop you into the casket. Have you ever seen that happen? No. I watched them do that with my grandfather. Really? With all the. What is it? A crank or do they? Just yeah. Like pull no, no, the no, sheet no. Out? It's a it's a crank handle, and then they like slowly lower the body into the casket, and then they close the lid, and then they like wheel you into the hearse. They wheel you out of the funeral home, and then the yeah, it's a thing. I watched it. I was fascinated. And then my cousin's like, you don't have to wash this. I'm like, you're why? Like, like, you're getting closer. <laughs> you're like, I, I want to see this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, where are the gears? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Can no, I do that? You like drop them in. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really weird. Yeah. It's just a handle that the funeral home has. And then it just hooks up to every casket. And then they just crank it. And then they pull it off. And but, it's like a big. Yeah. I wonder when they got so bougie, though. Like, now you can get, like, red caskets and, everything, like, different colors and everything. Just yeah. And the handles are all, like built in yeah it's crazy yeah it's wild are we glorifying death is that what we're doing as, as a country now can we talk about our trip yeah well first so all joking aside we're changing some camera settings up just because i took like a two-hour film course and i'm basically a professional <laughs> is it but, already done oh yeah not, no <laughs> not not like that full oh, okay <laughs> i purchased a starter course for like 25 bucks to see what the content was and then it gave me like oh you can get this price for 15 minutes like Super, super sweet deal. Like, you know, like OxyClean, you can get 14 payments of forty nine ninety nine. and you're like, oh, that's a sweet deal. Yeah. Well, they gave me this deal, which was an actual really good deal, and then after the 15 minutes was up, I'm like, I don't need it. Started doing the course, and I'm like, I want that deal. So now I'm texting like, my mentor to be like, hey, do you want to, like, give me that deal back? Because <laughs> I want to do this. But anyway, so started taking these courses, started learning more about video, because right now we're scratching the surface on what we can actually do. No surprise to all of you. We kind of want to get not necessarily away from in, away from interviews, but we want to incorporate more of a Buffalo Happy Hour production situation where we're now filming commercials. We're filming more cinematic videos for consumption by our viewers, but also for use by any businesses that we're featuring. So in order to get to that next level of professionalism, we got to start doing some more research on camera settings, the, the correct film, um, like frame rates, the correct apertures, the correct exposures, the different picture profiles. If any of you are familiar with this, you know what a pain to learn all this information is. And you can YouTube for literally hours and hours and hours. And there's going to be 1,000 nobodies that are going to tell you different stories. And it doesn't help at all. Correct. All the reviews of this this uh, course that I'm taking, I'm not giving them a free shout out yet because I want to see if they give me the deal. But everyone, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all of the people on YouTube that are teaching or that are like criticizing this course are like, oh, you could learn it all on YouTube. And you probably could after hours, but you're going to get you telling you one thing, me telling you something else, mm-hmm. and it's just trial and error. Mm-hmm. Where if you get all this from the same guy who's like 32 years old and a multimillionaire now because of this company, you can like learn it all in one spot and kind of have an understanding of one way to do things, which is what we're trying to do. So if this picture sucks, sorry. Uh, hopefully it'll get better in the future as we continue learning. But really what this is, is we're filming in like a picture profile that is... I don't know, supposed to be better and records more in a raw format to capture different depth of colors. That way, when I edit it and I overlay and color correct and then color, like, fix everything, it's going to pop more instead of being dull. And then we can also add, like, having the shadows be the the, the tint of our blue that is in our logo. Like, you can do some really cool stuff to build our 
brand is a video, you know, and that's kind of what I'm looking for. But everything that I've read and that I've learned about this is that all these cameras now should be, quote, overexposed by plus 1.7, which you just learned to be at zero. And now I'm saying now we got to do 1.7. But now everything has to be at 1.7 because the way that the camera reads everything, it has to be overexposed. I don't know. We'll see. It's probably going to suck, but whatever. We'll figure it out. Like I said, we already reached our peak, and now it's just a downward spiral, so we might as well go there quicker, you know? Correct. So we went to Ireland. Yeah, what was that about? I I don't know. Marketing. <laughs> it was interesting because everyone at work was asking me about it. They're like, how's your trip? How was it? And I was like, it was good, Like, but we worked. Like, it wasn't... I didn't just lounge in a barley field. You know what I mean? Like, there's some things to do. We did that for like 15 minutes. Then we're like, all right, we got to get back. Yeah, correct. Yeah, just like sniff the blades. So for non-Patreon members, which if you want to be a Patreon member, please feel free. Uh, www.patreon.com slash Buffalo Happy Hour. And sign up for one of the five tiers. What's wild is we had full creativity to do literally whatever we wanted. And it was a first um, for us to have that much freedom and time to dedicate to just the podcast. They literally said to us, they have the keys to everything. Let them do whatever they want. We got codes to like go through doors and everything like that. Like They were like literally, do what you need. Here's our location of everything. Just go whenever you want. Yeah. Which was sweet. It was. But it was almost overwhelming for us because then our creativity brain started clicking. And I was finding settings on my phone that I've never found before to like <laughs> capture really insane things. Yeah. And then it led to he was using cameras, and then I'm like, well, I'm going to sneak over here to try to capture this because squirrel, and we're on a cliff in the middle of nowhere, and extremely southeast Ireland. Southwest. No. Ireland, yeah. Southwest. I thought we were east when we went to the farm. you said west. Yeah, I thought you said west. No, that's west. It was west, wasn't it? Yeah. Interesting. So, unbelievably southwest. Hanging out, and we just like he was doing his thing in the barley field. I snapped a photo, and then with my phone, and then I was like, "Hold on, these things for one are produced by child slave laborers, but two, there's got to be something the phone, that's not the barley field." Correct. Relax. I'm Jesus. like, but this has to. There's got to be more to this. So then I just quickly took a second, looked, and like did one to two research things, and I was like, "Oh wow, I can do this, this, and this." And I was like, "Okay, sounds good. Where can I do it?" And it was awesome because there was no pressure. There was no time. It was just go create content, go capture something that can be used, whatever. Right. And I just started hiking. I'm in jeans and, a sp- and, and literal Sperry's running down the hill. And then I get to the cliff edge and I'm looking for like a small goat trail to take me down to the water. And I found it, utilized it, got down and started using all these different video recordings on my phone that I've never had the time to elaborate on. And captured insane footage that is then going to be used for what we put on YouTube. And it was just awesome to have that opportunity to work with Clonic Kilty at that level of, hey, guys, like, you're out here. We're doing our job. Like, we're making whiskey. We're working the farms. We're working the cows. Like, just whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want, just capture it. And we're like, all right, sounds good. So we can just take time use all the equipment to its full potential that we knew of and just capture stuff and then post it online and see what happens. And it was really, really cool. Yeah. We, 
so in Ireland, newsflash, it rains a lot. So the first day that we got there, it was us trying to get our bearings and not crash the car because we were renting a right-hand drive, left-hand driving on the street. So you're driving a right-hand car on the left side of the street, and it's stick shift. So you're shifting with your left hand, which is very confusing but oddly easy, if that makes sense. Because like, it came second nature. Like, I've been doing this my whole life. Yeah. It was very weird. I mean, I guess it's because, like, you can only go really one way. Like, there's no... Well, we know the concept right, of yeah. manual. But it was so strange. And the, like, roads are literally the size of the table here, which, newsflash, aren't large. So you're driving down basically a single-lane driveway that is meant for two vehicles. It's, it's a two-way road, and you got to figure it out because you're gonna you're going to approach a car eventually, and you got to figure out how you guys can play this chicken game on who pulls over first. It was wild. The roads in Ireland, too, not to sound pretentious or anything, but we were just there. The roads in Ireland, too, right on the sides of the road were very tall bushes and trees, so you couldn't even, like, merge and pull over on the shoulder. There was no shoulder. It was trees and stones and everything. So the first day was basically trying not to die and sightseeing and getting used to Ireland, which sucked because the first day was the best day to record anything, and we didn't know any of that. Because the next three days that we were there rained every single day. Yeah. Rain, fog, everything. So we got some cool drone footage. We got some cool gimbal footage that is going to be awesome for all of you to look at. But it's not sunny, sunshines, rainbows. It's fog, creepy, rainy. It's it's a different vibe. I'll just say that. But it was fun. I mean, dude, if you told me two years ago that we would be flying a drone over a barley field and a lighthouse in Ireland, no way would I have guessed that. Correct. Which it's weird to think of it in that lens, because no pun intended, because mm. the experience of it was just unbelievable. So, Clonic Kilty, of course, thank you, first and foremost. That was unbelievable. Addies, thank you for connecting us with Clonic Kilty in the first place. We greatly appreciate that. And it both parties deserve a massive, massive shout-out, because without Addies and without Clonic Kilty, and first, you know, on a, on a very real level, Addies accepted Clonic Kilty before we even knew Clonic Kilty existed. Right. So without Addies accepting the SKUs for Clonic Kilty to bring them into their store, we would never have met anyone on the team in Clonic Kilty. And now networks that we've established, Addy has, Clonic Kilty, it's all kind of merging into one. And it's really cool to be a part of it because now the relationships that we have with each respective company is merging into this joint collaborative event to just grow something that's much bigger than all of us and it's just really cool to be a part of but it's a lot of work on the back end obviously jamie's doing everything he can to get through the editing but it's have have patience i mean there's there's over uh, it's tough because you and i understand this language but not all of our viewers understand this but we captured over 330 gigabytes of content over 400 videos i looked today yeah, within the time frame that we were in Ireland, which was June 2nd to the 6th. And there's a five-hour time difference, and it rained f most of the time we were there. Mm -hmm. Like, 95% of the time we were there, it rained. It was windy, and the drone was doing everything it could to stay afloat, <laughs> literally. So, uh, wild time, wild experience. We're going to be posting more photos as well on social media of just things that are kind of... Um, Behind the scenes, cool stuff. 
Yeah. We're saving some stuff for Patreon only, obviously. Correct. But there's, it, it was just really cool. I mean, it was just really cool to sit there and work and not think about our full-time jobs and just totally immerse ourselves in the podcast and have in-depth conversations over dinner about what the vision is for this entire business, what we're trying to do. We reworked our calendar in 15 minutes, and it was the most – every single time there was a lag where it's like, hey, we don't have to do this until this time. We utilized the available slots to either capture content, discuss the the entire business that is the Buffalo Happy Hour LLC, and then rework things so it made sense, brainstorming, coming up with ideas to make things more efficient, and then now it just I, – the whole thing was just worth it. Yeah. I mean, it really was. It was just really cool to finally have time and space to just devote a ton of energy into. Was this the first time – I think this was the first time that you and I – did something together for more than like an afternoon recording session where we were eat, sleeping, and breathing podcasts without work, like real Correct. work. Correct. Which that was, a, I mean, you just said that was a sweet experience because we literally put all of our energy into what do we do next? What are we doing now? How can we improve the podcast going forward? What does the future of the podcast look like? And all that stuff. It was, it was a sigh of relief because I feel like we both needed that, but time just doesn't allow it here because work is pulling us in every different direction yeah like you you're asked to seat logging into work if you're not at the office by 7 7 30 me yeah 30 yeah 6 30 for work i I go in for at 6 30 yeah well you you drive into work at 6 30 or you're you're at at the office you're at your desk at 6 30 and then at home you're at your desk at work at what time 6 45 7 o'clock depending on when i get home from the gym okay so i'm at i'm at 6 30 at work doing things so i'm like actively punched in essentially and then you get out at four mm-hmm. and then i'm getting out at four thirty-five, depending on the day if it's four it was a flawless day <laughs> like it, it's amazing but then the the problem is Sitting in the the traffic at the Blue Water Tower, right, the which worst. is super poopy, <laughs> but it's all good. And then then we're recording yeah. after that, which, depending on the day, if Colleen works late until eight, then here we are, right? right? Like I gotta swing home, drop, take care of him, come over here. It was fourteen, fifteen hour days, and nine of them, ten of them, are devoted to our full time jobs. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It was so nice to just do 15 hours a day for the podcast. Yeah. I mean, it, it was definitely a lot of work, but you and I were able to sit back, drink a nice Guinness, which is remarkable there, and it's yeah. not American Guinness at all. No. Just to drink a, a, a true Irish Guinness and just, like, relax. Yeah. That was such a sweet moment. Yeah. Food is good. Yeah. The, the town was interesting. I mean, we got to talk about the town. Okay. It was awesome. It was beautiful. Clonic Guilty, thank you very much for literally everything i mean this is this was an absolute dream come true but your town's kind of wonky a little bit it was it was different and here's why i wasn't was different. expecting it i no. was expecting europe That's yeah not- correct the kitchen closed at like 8 p.m at the one restaurant that we try to go to and it was a gordon ramsay kitchen it was like the only one in the town and we're just <laughs> like well let's let's see like it's it's bar pub food but the chef worked with gordon ramsay and earned a hat like the food's going to be bomb. Let's just try it. So, And it was like 11.30 when we went. Or 8.30 when we went. Yeah, closed. Kitchen's closed, no more food. Like, okay. What time do the pubs close? Mind you, 
We're in Ireland. <laughs> what time do the pubs close? 1 p.m. or 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Everything shuts down. I'm like, okay. Um, what time do you guys get to work? And they're like, well, shift starts at nine. Like, we'll be here at like 8:50, 8:55. I'm like, okay. Different. Because again, we're in Ireland, and then you can't drink and drive. And we're not saying obliterated 4.0. No, we, like, locals inform you it's zero tolerance. Let me explain that. And you're like, okay, zero tolerance. Like, yeah, don't drink and drive. And they're like, no, no, no. If you blow a 0.01, you're getting a DUI. It's zero tolerance. You cannot drink and drive. You can't have a single shot, a single beer, a half beer, a quarter beer, a sixteenth of a beer, and drive. Because if you blow over 0.00000, you're getting a DUI. I'm in Ireland. Like, I thought everyone's just a, a casual cool breeze, 0.05. In Buffalo, you're like... 24 hours a day. Yeah, in Buffalo, you're like, if you can avoid a pothole, you're probably not getting a DUI. I didn't think people left work in Ireland. Right. Like, I thought people were 45 minutes early to their shift. Look, I am. I thought... Like, things don't close. Like, the 1 a.m. thing, like, I thought it was 5. I thought it 24-hour pubs. Right. Like, I didn't know what was going on. I don't know if it's different in Dublin. From what we talked, because we yeah, ran into not. a little COVID issue. We'll talk about it. But the... the Walgreens. <laughs> the, the family that we met also said the same thing. Like, it's just Ireland... Mainland Ireland, not Northern Ireland, don't know, can't speak to it, but mainland Ireland, I guess just isn't Europe, which is fine. It's just this is my first time in, quote, Europe. I was expecting a little different. I had a blast. Don't get me wrong. I had a great time. It just was not anywhere near my expectations, good or bad. I had a fun time. Yeah, it was, just, it was just yes. different of what you anticipated and expected going into it, right. knowing nothing. I think a lot of it, too, is because I'm sure you talked to Gina about it. Yeah. And she's like, wait, what? I'm sure that was literally her exact reaction. Yeah, she's like, not to sound pretentious, but I was in Europe, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she... Me, too. Yeah. Gina, high five. <laughs> the, if you watch this, high five. The, she's not watching this. Perfect. She hears my voice enough. <laughs> the, the whole... Th- it's, just, it's just different, which not in a good or a bad way. It's just different than what we were anticipating going into it, which it is what it is. Yeah. The... Loved it, man. Yeah. The town's sick. All the architecture is gorgeous. Like, really, uh, obviously narrow roads, but there's still, like, dual sidewalks. There's people walking around. Everyone is unbelievably friendly. The women. We held a door open for a woman so she could walk into the establishment. Obviously, manners, chivalry is not dead, right? Raised right. And the whole time, it was a different saying back. So the first time, we held open the door. <laughs> And a woman walked through, and she goes, brilliant. <laughs> I was like, what? what? Brilliant. Like, brilliant because I held the door open? So then the next time. Incredible. Yeah, doors open. Incredible. <laughs> like, oh, okay. And then their hotel check-in was 3 p.m. for the room. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop. 
and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, which, is, I, which is typical. It, yeah. In however, here, however, we're, we're tired, okay? We were on a plane, haven't showered in like 30 hours. We've been awake for 40. Like, we need to just shower and sleep. I get that it's the whole 3 p.m. thing. There's some, there's some wiggle room. Okay, it's not my first rodeo. Find a spot. I don't care. We will share a bed. Literally doesn't matter. And she's like, okay, sounds good. Let me look. Finds us a room at 11 o'clock, gets us in. I'm like, let's go. Gets us into the room. Mint, right? And shower, do our thing. Keep recording. Forgot where I was going with that. Where was I going with that? The hotel. Uh, Check-ins. Yep. What else? No idea. Lost my train of thought. I'm smoked. So. The women. That's where, that's where we started hearing it. And then I thanked her. That's where I was going. Yeah. I thanked her for finding us a room at 11. And she goes, oh, not to bother. (laughs) And that was for everything. They called hash browns. Potato scones. <laughs> and I was like, I'll I'll take I'll take a half. Like I don't need a full. Like give me the broken one. Like I just kind of want the taste. Like I don't want a full hash brown. Like I'm just not feeling that. And he's like, not to bother. And he scooped it with his tongs and then put it on my plate <laughs> at breakfast. So I was like, this is in- this is incredible. Like this is when and you would use like, that. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So it was just really cool to to hear their uh, just our dialogue. Just every yeah, the way they go about everything. Super nice, super kind. They accommodate as much as possible. They understand what's happening. Kind of a different jive, though. There were some people that didn't like Americans. Yeah, like it's okay. That's like true. you don't have to like us, but we're not. We ordered Red Breast Twelve, and uh, what was what was the other one that we ordered? What did you order? You were Glenlivet. Glen, no, Glenfiddich. Glenfiddich yeah, Glen Twelve. Glenfiddich Twelve, and I ordered Red Breast Twelve, and she looked at us like we were from Mars. <laughs> like <laughs> it's on your shelf. <laughs> it's literally on your shelf. And then she and walked over. Right there. Yeah. So she, uh, did you watch that exchange with the bartender? Yeah. She walked over and told him, and then he's like, "Okay," <laughs> and like grabbed it off the shelf like it was normal. And he's like, "It's it's neat." So we're just pouring it in a glass and giving it to him because these guys are savages. Solid pours, by the way. Oh yeah. And then he gave us a side glass with ice cubes in case we wanted it. I'm like, "Listen here, son. <laughs> I know more than you." Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but but literally everybody too when you left the bar, like you pay, they're all like, "Cheers, lads!" Like it Cheers. was. Cheers for everything. It was their culture, which is what I wanted to experience while we were there. We say go Bills. They say cheers for everything. Makes me so happy. Yeah. Now. <clears throat> Although, what did they say when it was raining? Because that threw me way off. When it, when it started raining, they called it something different. Oh, lashing. 
when I when we walked into the bar, he's like, "It's lashing out there, isn't it, lad?" I'm like, "Excuse me, yeah, I didn't get whipped." <laughs> and then he, it's lashing, it's raining. I'm like, "Oh yeah, obviously it's pouring. It never stops pouring here." Yeah, but then the bartender said it too. He's like, "She's like, it's a real lashing today." Cool. It's don't know what that means. Yeah, it's different. I never even heard of that before. Not nah. even in movies. That's a deep, <laughs> deep Ireland saying. Oh yeah, the the uh, the whole trip was just wild. Trying to keep up with them, and we distilled whiskey in Ireland, bro. We did kind distill of. whiskey in we Ireland. A little we, bit. Yeah, we helped. <laughs> it's crazy because a lot of it's automated. True, very but true. But it's you'll see in the video. There's a lot of computers going on, and the dude's just going nuts. Mm-hmm. He was pressing all the buttons. Sure was. The distilling aspect of it was really cool to see because, again, we didn't we did the tourist. Here's your tour experience of the distillery, which was they did a really good job. It was actually fantastic. Their place is set up for a tour. Let's say that. It is. It was beautiful. But to see it from the employee standpoint, Mm -hmm. where the rubber meets the road, (laughs) unreal, dude. That was so cool to see the back end infrastructure, how everything's connected, scaling of the equipment. Really cool. Really well done. Really well funded. The whole thing is like, it's just professional. It's flawless. So. It was it was neat to dive into the two different grains, learn more about the two different grains, how they taste, um, how they taste raw too. Correct. Like we got it right off the still, and yeah. it's, it's it's some good stuff. It's fresh barley man. is underrated in America. It is very much. We put five percent because you need it for that germination process. Other than that, we don't use barley. They do sixty forty guys, so sixty percent, hundred percent single malt. Yeah, sixty percent malted. 40% unmalted. Unbel- and the malted opens up, and the unmalted doesn't. It stays firm through the entire process, but it's so nice. I mean, it's just such a great grain, and to fully dive into it and experience it and then taste things up in the rickhouse going through different barrels with Paul, unreal. That, that was, distiller. Yeah. Popping things open. Like, guys, the, the videos for it are going to be sick. Conversations around it was awesome. We're popping... Uh, bung holes, bung holes out of barrels, <laughs> just going ham. Old school methods, stealing the thief, using the the first bit of the thief to clean the glass and then pour it back into the barrel, and then use the remainder of the thief to fill the glasses. Tasting it, talking about it, going through the whole profile with the head distiller in Ireland, surrounded by dairy cows on the coast. Come on, bro! Like Disclaimer. you can't. Audio quality is not that great. Which is fine. We're in a metal brick house. I mean, I don't know what kind of sound dampening you want me Dude, to do. There's like twelve but we can't do shit. There's like twelve inch thick poured concrete walls. Yeah, you know how much that bounces audio? Yeah. It's reverby and I can't do it. If I try too hard, it's gonna sound like we're in a tin can and we're not doing that. So no. bear with us as you go through this because Again, this is our first time doing this, too. We didn't really know what we were... I mean, we knew what we were getting ourselves into, but there's only so much you can control when you're traveling literally across the pond with your podcast equipment, and, like, that's it. I, I don't... I don't. There's really so much we can do. To be fair, too, a lot of it, in specifically pertaining to the Rick House, was spontaneous. Right. Luckily, we had cameras there, so we're like, dude, press record. And yeah. it was just spur-of-the-moment, authentic conversations with, with Paul... Going through ev- like just so many different details. Black button barrels, their new single malt barrels, soft turns barrels. That was a single malt that we like was basically our soft turns barrel, but instead of it being their normal grain, it was a single malt, and a it was malt. fantastic. Guys, they took the same barrel essentially <clears throat> with our 
Klonic Kelty single barrel release, and instead of having the normal mash split, they made the single malt version of our single barrel. So we tried it at barrel strength. Unbelievable, guys. Just And it wasn't available. So it would have been sick to release that. Price point would not have been 60. Correct. But it was so good. So good. So it was just really cool to dive in. The, the port cast, seeing the different barrel sizes... Yeah, was really 700 cool. was wild. Yeah, the 700 liter massive. barrel thing was pregnant, bro. <laughs> really cool. Really, yeah. really well done. The The whole thing was just neat. But honestly, we're, we love Klein Kilty. As you all know, we love their products. We love our single barrel. And this isn't a paid advertisement for them. You need to go follow them because they have some really exciting stuff coming out. And that's not them paying us to say this. They truly are going to be expanding. They have some awesome sponsorships in the works of American events. You you need to follow them because they are going to be the new need to have Irish whiskey that you just it's it's amazing. Their price point's perfect. It their juice is fantastic. They have so many different variations of partnership with breweries in America. They have different winery wine barrels that they're blending their stuff in. Single barrels with so rugby teams. Sick. Yeah. yeah. You, you just need to go follow them. Clonakilty Distillery USA on Instagram, and then also Clonakilty Distillery. Just go follow their Instagram accounts. And seriously, this isn't paid. This, they're not telling us to say this. Just do it because they're, they really, truly deserve it. Yeah, it's f- I mean, it's family right. What was your favorite part of the trip? Test the negative. Right. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Um, that was stressful. That was the most stressful part of the trip. It was 100%. the most annoying. And stressful. I I was fully ready to book another night. You seen me flip a switch where I'm like, um, living my life because nobody can tell me no. <laughs> nobody can tell me no. And I'm over here like TSA can tell you no. If there's somebody that can tell you no, it's the airline. They we watched them tell people no when we were in line. They're like, you're not. You need a COVID test. Yeah. So, so talk about it. What what happened? What first of all, who's the blame? Favorite Walgreens. <laughs> but favorite part of the trip was standing in the barley field looking at the white at the, the lighthouse. Correct. Um the Okay. Full backstory on how this went down. Through the pandemic, you had to get a specific COVID test to utilize to get back into the country, it had to be a certified antigen COVID test, okay? At Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid, there used to be a time where you could buy it at the pharmacy. What happened is they went direct. So you had to log on to a website called EMED, buy it direct, and they would ship it to you. The problem is you have to get a minimum of six tests, and it costs $175, Okay. 2020 to 2022 pricing with that i did not know that that change occurred so i went back to walgreens and said i'm leaving the country i need the take home test with this app logo on it so that i can re-enter the united states do you have that test they said yes it's in pharmacy it's right on the shelf i said thank you so i go over to pharmacy and there's a massive stand it's like an end cap for retail people that know that lingo massive end cap all the tests were on there. I said, perfect. They were all the same test. I take it. I buy two. I have four total tests, okay? Contingencies, fail-safes, etc. 
Which were not cheap in the first place either. No, it was $60 in tests. Check out, leave. All set. Text him. We're four days out. I'm like, I got the COVID test. We're good to go. Don't even think about COVID. We're fine. Right? So get on the plane. Get through security with all the electronics, which is a zoo, between JFK and Shannon Airport. All the electronics. There was so much equipment. Honestly, Shannon wasn't bad. No, no, no. Like, leave everything in. I was... Shannon was not bad. JFK was much worse. Yeah. Fair. Right? Geolocation. Pause. Yeah. (laughs) In all of that, it was really cool to have that experience of getting through security with that amount of electronics and then having to tell TSA, like, we're a marketing company... We have a lot of electronics. Yeah, I don't favorite. know how else to tell you this. <laughs> that was my favorite part. You literally stared at the TSA agent, and you're like, we have a lot of electronics. He's like, oh, okay. I don't, I don't care. I, had a, I, I gave him a warno because I was like, dude, like you don't understand how much shit that we have. And then when he saw it, he looked at me, and he's like, respect. like Because he, he's like, damn, like these brothers got a lot of shit. So we're just flying to TSA, like we whatever. Took, we took out microphones, drones, audio mixers cameras like every single thing that has a battery and then, he took out and then he looked at us he's like what do you what are you guys we're like we're a podcast he's like that doesn't add up at all <laughs> i'm like yeah like we're we're a marketing company on this trip Basically. like i don't even know how else to say that yeah. so fast forward get get to the end of the trip we got a test negative to come home okay united states is updating at time of recording it's june 8th tomorrow it's supposed to change june 9 they're supposed to drop having to test negative to fly into the united states we'll see which is the second time this happened to me dude when so, i coming back from charleston like you don't need to wear a mask on the plane anymore i'm like you son of a bitch i heard you traveled backstory no mask no test no plf nothing needed to enter ireland literally didn't care it was like traveling to ireland in 2015 nothing mattered just get on a plane mm-hmm. show up you're fine drink again as you're good yeah so I pull out the test, open the test, open the app, and opening the test, meaning I grab the test from my suitcase and put it down on the table, open the app, and it said, scan the code. I scan the code. Good cover, just in case if they're watching. And then it said, well, this, it's important, because then I got the notification for the next step on the app, and it said, open the test. And I was like, where's the proctor? Because when I went to Greece for my honeymoon, you couldn't open the test box itself Mm. without the proctor seeing and examining the box to know that it was valid and unopened. Gotcha. That was my first trigger that something was wrong. And I'm like, this doesn't feel right anymore. Like, something's wrong. What's going on? When I scanned the QR code, it showed two separate boxes of the same test. One in a blue strip, one in a red strip, all the way across the front. Ours had blue strips. I knew something was wrong. And I'm like, okay, so I'm already playing chess, and I'm pissed. And I'm like, I'll get through the test. It's got to be fine. It's got to be fine. It's got to be fine. And I can tell myself that because I'm like, if I test negative, I can enter the U.S. I know that. I'm like, it's also borderline the end of 2022. Like, what are we doing? And I'm fully vaccinated. Like, what is this? Go through the whole thing, test negative, of, right? No feeble traits. (laughs) So go through the whole thing, and then I'm done with my test, and then I start googling while we have wi-fi all the things and they're like guys there's two separate tests this change occurred in the last like month you have to buy the test you need to enter the united states through emed direct while you were doing the test too i'm like hon you can manually enter 
you're like they're they're not asking you to take a, a picture of it or anything. I'm Which like, this on, cannot. On the proctor, seriously? on the proctor, you showed them your negative right. test and then selected it negative in the in the app when they're like, yes, just make sure you select negative. And it gave you the same prompts. It was the same test. It was the same company. It was this, it's all through Biomed. It's it's all legit. But I'm like, this is insane. So either way, wrong test. We both test negative. And then we're like, now we have to go to the airport and test uh, negative. No people trades. Yeah. Now we have to go to the airport and test negative. But first, let's try to find one in the pharmacy so we can sleep. Bank holiday. What else is new? <laughs> the whole town's closed. No pharmacy tests anywhere. Nothing. In fairness, even if it wasn't a bank holiday, it wouldn't have been available anyway. We talked to the pharmacist, and she's like, we don't sell these tests anymore. You have to buy them online, and they have to be delivered to you. We don't sell these tests in pharmacies anymore. So now I'm stressing because I don't think we're getting home. We don't have the test to get home, so we have to look online at the Shannon Airport to see if they do on-site COVID tests, which they do. They open at 2 a.m. Everything's good. We're going to leave the hotel. It takes two and a half hours to drive to the Shannon Airport. We're going to leave the hotel at 4 a.m. That way we can get there at 6.30, take our COVID test as soon as we get there, and we'll have oodles of time. I will be so less stressed once we get there because no one's going to be there at 6.30 in the morning. We're going to take our test. We're going to wait. We're going to grab coffee. We're going to relax for five hours before our flight. Easy peasy. Record a little bit. No problem, right? Get through security, whatever. Neither of us could sleep. Wake up at 3.30. <laughs> 3.30 occurs. I'm awake. He's on and off asleep. And and I know that because I can hear him breathing. Where <laughs> I know when he's in REM cycle based off his breathing and when he's not. It's kind of adorable. Weird. So I lay in bed until 3.45, clear notifications, whatever. Get up and shower. I'm obsessed with showering. Derek learned. I'm obsessed with showers yeah, in a hotel. showered like seven times when we were on the three-day trip. I'm obsessed with showers. So, because it's not my water. So, <laughs> so wake up, shower, get clean before the flight, whatever. I leave the bathroom dressed. He was sleeping when I got into the bathroom. When I left the bathroom, he's wide awake, dressed, looks at me, and he's like, let's do it. You I'm want like, to put your bags in the car? He's like, what? I was My so confused. <laughs> he, yeah, he loaded all of his bags into the car the night before. We fell asleep, whatever. We're on the road at four, so we're already a half an hour ahead. Like, Let me tell you, the whole discussion we just had about driving on the other side of the road with a right-hand drive car to stick shift in your left hand is even worse when it's pitch blackout. Just saying. You can't see corners at all. So then it was super foggy at 4 a.m. plus rain of UK. <laughs> <laughs> driving, everything is closed. There's like three cars total in two and a half hours and then like two humans walking into oncoming traffic super random you can't drive while drunk that's what that was yeah it's like 5 15 in the morning and dudes are just walking around so strange get to the airport and we're like well now we got to fill up the the tank for the rental car all right let's find the nearest gas station nearest gas station we already passed turn around go fill up gas get back okay we still got time it's fine let's drop off the rental car the rental car return is gated locked closed can't enter odd okay then we see a sign that says return it to short-term parking we'll take care of it is it basically what like the sign a said serial killer wrote that too so i thought for sure we were gonna die yeah it was faded the f the the piece of paper in the laminate was faded because it got lashed by rain for <laughs> you know it was a lashing line every single day for hours yep. so we basically 
go through short-term parking, go through short-term parking again. Didn't get charged. Super dope. Nailed it. <laughs> Dropped off the car, go to the airport. The guy that rented us the car is back that same day. Super helpful. And he follows us, so thank you. We appreciate you. He's like, hey, guys, if you need a COVID test, it's next door in the other building. Just go out the double doors. You'll see it. Keep in mind you, it's 645. And we're like, all right, sounds good. We'll just fly over there. Like, they opened at 2, no problem. We walk in, 645. Doors locked, nothing. There's two doors to enter the building, right? They have, like, a little entry breezeway thing. Those are open. And we're like, all right, so we're thinking this is good. Both doors are open. Somebody's here. Nah, they're just open all day. (laughs) Then there's Which was good for us, shelter. Right. So the door to the COVID testing place is on the left, and then there's another door to the right that nobody used, and then there's a double door that's security code keyed, locked. And we're like, okay, so we're trapped to this small corridor, and I jiggle the handle for the COVID test, locked. Then there's a sign on the door. It's like, we'll be, we'll be here at 9 a.m. <laughs> That doesn't work for us, dude. We're here at 645. Your website says 2 a.m. What's going on? Also, there was a note on the FAA website that said your test can be no greater than 24 hours and no less than four hours before your flight. So now, 9 a.m., our flight takes off at 1250. That's three hours and 50 minutes. We're outside of the window. So I thought for sure we were going to get caught again. So we're sitting there chilling. Well... Me being curious, and now aggravated and miserable and pissed off. And have to go to the bathroom. And have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to walk across the the traffic to get into the airport to find a bathroom, whatever. Not a thing. Derek just came back. I got a cappuccino. He got an Americano. <laughs> we drank our coffee because we're like, all right, well, we got time. We might as well drink coffee. So he swings over to the airport cafe, grabs it, comes back, and I'm just like, all right, whatever. Little side note, coffee in Europe or Ireland much better than here. Just saying. Drip coffee shouldn't be a thing. Now that I had it over there, so much better. Yeah. I'm getting an espresso machine. Duh. With you. I can't wait till our studio has a cappuccino machine. Oh, hell yeah. Because it's a cappuccino, it espresso, and Americano machine in one. Good. Yeah, it's going to be like a $6,000 machine. So excited. Sounds good. Patreon, bro. Correct. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you all seven of you. We're going to be saving for the next 45 years. Anyways, the whole thing, I'm like, I'm done. I'm I'm just over it. And then I flip a switch and I go back to old days and I'm like, what are you gonna do? Yell at me? Like, boohoo, I'll take I'll take the ass chewing and I'll just tell you off. So I'm looking around and the double doors that enter the physical building is got a security pad on it. And I'm like, okay. So you type in your little six digit code thing, hit enter and the doors unlock. I'm like, okay. Seen this before. So I'm looking around, looking around, and then I see a small crease in between the two doors. I open the door. Doors unlocked. <laughs> Security thing doesn't matter. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, there's got to be a bathroom somewhere inside this building. There has to be. Like, just for code, there has to be. Because of the amount of occupants that can be within the building, fire codes, there's got to be a bathroom, whatever. Walking in the hall, find the bathroom. Sign on the door. Bathroom reserved for Shannon College students only. Guess I'm back in college, boys. <laughs> Open the door, go to the bathroom, leave myself, walk back. And Derek's dying laughing. He's like, What are you are you serious? I'm like, Yeah. It's seven AM. No one's here. What are you gonna do? Yell at me? Like, I'm going to the bathroom. Like, what boohoo. 
it's 7 a.m. If this place opens at 9, based on the previous multiple days, no one's going to be here until 8.50, 8.55 anyways. Right. And you know what happened at 8.45? We saw them enter the building on the far side, and by 8.52, they reached the door. But before that, I go to the bathroom at 8 o'clock, walk down, go to the bathroom, turn back around, lady staring right in my direction. I'm like... She's not going to be happy about this. She unlocks her door, walks in, literally sees a dude that says Buffalo Happy Hour on his watcher, clearly not from around here, looks at me, goes into the door, no questions asked. Behind a security door, she doesn't care. She, she punched, was PSA. She was she, customs. She punched in her own security code to enter the unlocked door. So she unlocked the unlocked door to get into her office, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Nailed it. And she just sees me, no questions asked. Walks in her door and I just come back. That's it. So it. So then families show up. We start talking with other Americans that were just like we did the same exact thing because before Walgreens had the test, now they don't have the test. Whatever. We book our appointment. We get the COVID test. Joke of a COVID test. Yep. They like nose swabbed the very bottom back of your nostril and they're just like you're good. I'm like, am I though? During because- the test, the the self administered test. They're like, take this seriously. Go in three quarters of an inch. Wrap it around the outside of your... Don't twist it. Wrap it around the outside of your nostril. Five times. Five times. Switch to the other nostril. Do the same thing. Pull it out. You're done. This lady literally inserted probably like about a quarter of an inch into the nose, twisted it like three times, and then went to the other nose, twisted it three times. It was literally a charade to basically give you a negative COVID test, 100% guaranteed, so you can go home. Because everybody knows that this still shouldn't be going on. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Yep. So we test negative, <laughs> and at this point, it's 9.15, 9.30. We're stressed because of the, the window, yeah. right, for needing a test with that's certified within a certain time frame, whatever. We also found out our airline check-in, they don't arrive until 9 a.m., and we have a 12.50 departure flight. Like, and there's two flights before ours. Okay, like the airline's not even here. Like what? And then we get, we finally get through everything. We have all the documents taken care of. The lady looks at me because we have everything on our phone. We have the COVID test. We have the attestation. We have the contact tracing form all filled out. She looks at my phone and she goes, wow, you guys are organized. So clearly we're just the anomaly in this situation. That's what I'm getting is you and I are way too type A that they look at us and they're like, go. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. just br- And there was multiple people in front of us at check-in that weren't COVID tested at all. And they got, like, turned away. Didn't have the forms completed. Didn't have anything completed. And they're just, the uh, attendant there was just like, no. And then we show up and they're like, you're flawless. Keep going. <laughs> so we finally, we finally get to the gate. We get through customs. Everything's fine. They ask us the million-dollar question. Are you traveling with $10,000 more of cash? Like, No. Like, what are you going to do, assign a marshal? Right. Like, whatever. And then we fly home. Do you have any vegetables? Like, no, but I have a bushel of bananas. Yeah, fruit and vegetables. (laughs) Are you traveling with anything that would contaminate the ecosystem? I'm like, no. And I have, like, four bananas in my bag (laughs) that we crushed before we left. Like, whatever. Because our Airbnb, she was a sweetheart, man. I loved that woman. But they call it a guest house, not an Airbnb. It's a guest house. It was beautiful. Thank you. Except the mattresses were a little hard. She's not listening. They were springs only. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. But yeah, man, that was our trip. How did you feel your first night back in your bed? 
amazing. Right, dude? I crash hard. Did I leave my sub in your car? I haven't looked, but I didn't smell it either, so I don't think so. Still don't know where it is. It's somewhere. Well, I brought my car, so let's check. Then. <laughs> Jesus, age. Dude, I was so tired that night. I was exhausted. Yesterday, I took a nap, too. I was. I must have been on overdrive because I didn't sleep the entire trip. I must have been on overdrive the entire four days that we were gone. That the days that we came back, I, the, that first night and the next day, I was shot. I'm so happy I didn't go to work because I was so tired that day. So, I here's here's what's funny. I was not affected by jet lag. I drove from New York City to Buffalo when we landed, which was what six and a half hours, seven hours. Zero issues. Wide awake the whole time. Not even once was I like, "Oh, I'm getting tired." crushed it and then that's when Derek and I were going back and forth I slept for 20 minutes before the flight and then didn't sleep again until we got home which was 10 30 p.m. Yeah. our time eastern standard time right it was so much fun I loved that drive on the way home I let you sleep like whatever dude rest up like it's no big deal I don't care and I was just cranking I was listening to very beta songs and it was amazing and then did you even drink that has on the coffee that you bought yeah yeah, I drank like half of it, and then I'm like, I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> you slept <sighs> for like two hours. Yeah. It was you sick. slept all through the southern tier. It was sick. Yeah, you crushed that. I needed it, dude. I was exhausted. I know. So tired. But yeah, man, that was our Ireland trip. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We're going to be uploading videos for the next, like, probably like three weeks from now. The next month straight is going to be on Fridays, small business episodes, because we went there to feature a small business. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. Let us know in the comments of those videos if you enjoy that type of content rather than sit-down interviews because I think that it was more fun for us to make. Interviews have their place for sure, but making commercials and making videos and doing more interactive things with a business is more exciting for us to make than it is just to sit down and talk to people. Yeah. Again, sitting down and talk to people is great, but this was super fun too. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully... Uh, we can bring you on other trips like this in the future. Definitely not expecting it because, again, this was way out of the blue, and we appreciate everything. But that, that was our trip, man. I am so happy that I was able to go to Europe. I'm so happy that I was able to go with you. I had a blast with you. It was so much fun to focus on the podcast and to create this business into something bigger than just Buffalo Happy Hour podcast. This was so much fun. We had a lot of laughs. Hell yeah. It was a good time. Thank you, everybody, for joining. If you haven't picked up our Client Guilty Single Barrel, it is still available at Addie's. You can pick it up for 60 bucks, correct? Yep. yep 60 bucks. Uh, it is there right now. It's our the Client Guilty Finish into Saw Turns Barrel. It is absolutely delicious. You can go support our podcast, support Client Guilty, support Addie's. It's a win-win-win, and you get some delicious juice, so you also win as well. So thank you very much. If you are going to pick that up, please remember to always drink responsibly. Be a good person. And Michael. Do not litter. We're out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.